This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your free flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on social media, follow me at Strict Anonymous. I'm at Strict Anonymous on YouTube, on, uh, YouTube, on um, Twitter and on Instagram. Follow me there, please. I've, I've been doing my show for six years. I have so many people that listen to my fucking podcast and I have not nobody on my Instagram or on my Twitter because I just never promoted it really good. And, you know, but now I do actually, I am active on there. So I would like to build up my platform. So if you could follow me on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you haven't subscribed to my show yet, please subscribe. If you can write a review, write a review. Thank you to everybody who writes me good reviews. I love reviews. They're really helpful to the show. Uh, what else do I want you to do? Oh, you could join my Patreon page. I have a Patreon page now. I like Patreon too. I have a couple different tiers on there. The tier I pay the most attention do is the pantyhose tier. I have a, a, a tier there for the people I call my hosers, right? If you're into pantyhose, you'll love that tier. There's a lot of stuff going on there. $7 a month. I, there's a discount thing going on now. If you j- sign up for the whole year and pay up front, you get like 15% off. And that's for any tier. I have a $3 tier where you're just basically supporting the show Um, which I'm super grateful for. Uh, I've said it before. I've been doing my show for like six years. It's a lot of work at this point. I can't even tell you how many fucking emails I get. I get people on YouTube commenting. I'm talking to people, taping podcasts, editing, doing stuff for my Patreon. And so it's really nice to finally be making some money. So if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. For that lowest tier for three bucks, you get all of these episodes early. You get them on Friday instead of Sunday. Uh, And you get them on Friday at noon as well as like a monthly Q&A where I give out a lot of interesting scoopage. And if you sign up now, you get all the back stuff that I already did. So there'll be a lot of content on there for you. I also added a tier and that's for my like private calls and my, and that means if you want to call in, I mean, this is a call in advice show where I talk to strangers about all kinds of things, you know, and then I air them, right? But I change everyone's voices. But if you want to talk to me, right, and have a conversation like I have with my callers, but you don't want me to air it, there's a tier for you on Patreon for that. For 60 bucks, you could talk to me for a half hour 
Uh, you don't have to sign up monthly. It could be a one-time deal. And it's anonymous because you're going to be paying through Patreon. So I never see you. The problem I had with my other calls is they had to do it through PayPal. And so it's not totally anonymous, right? So um, for them, because I have an anonymous PayPal. But uh, if you want to remain totally anonymous, it's easier just to go through Patreon and book that there. So anyway, go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Also, just uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're on YouTube. And if you want to comment or get in conversations about any episode, uh, go there. That's a great platform and an easy place to talk to people about the episodes, including me. I, I try to comment back to everybody who comments to my shows on YouTube. Uh, today, I think that's it. Oh my God. Right. I think that's it. YouTube. I told you to subscribe here. Oh, if you want to be on the show, it's a call and advice show, I say, but really it's a place where people call in and give, uh, talk about their naughty secret lives while remaining totally anonymous. If you want to do that, send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com slash, uh, slash, oh, and then click on be on the show and you could send me an email. Today, I have a girl named, a woman named, a girl, a woman named Donna. Now, her husband is a patron. He joined my Patreon page and uh, he gave me the whole download about his wife and he's like, she wants to call in. Uh, and she did call in. He said she was very nervous and I have to say she seemed very nervous. It was very hard for me to get information out of her. It was it was difficult, I have to say. I mean, you know, everyone's different. Every call I have is different. I love, there's nothing more fun to me than to get on the phone with a total stranger that I and I know nothing about and talk to them. Um, um, and I never know what I'm going to get. With Donna, it was hard to get details out of her. I really tried. I didn't get many details out of her, but I got the whole story and her story's fascinating. Her, she's a hot wife, right? The hot wife, she winds up sleeping with other people in front of her husband. Her husband's totally into it. He's not bi, but he loves seeing his wife with another guy they got into that by going to swingers clubs um they've been together for like 20 something years they've been doing it a long time we talk all about like how they started that what they did in the early days and then we fast forward to this guy that she's banging now who uh has magic jizz like there's something about his sperm that is making her fucking crazy i gotta tell you <laughs> she's a 53 year old woman who you know, her period started getting stronger. She had a chronic illness that has gone away. She's uh, high on his sperm and she can't get enough. And they have a weekly visit that happens and she's into it. And she talks all about that too. Um, that was like the uh, second part of the podcast. It's like fascinating, you know. Um, she gets into the scientific aspect of why She's so addictive and how it makes her feel and all that kind of good stuff. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Donna. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Donna. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm doing all right. You're doing How are all right? I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm always excited when I have female guests on my show 
And uh, I reread, like your husband is somebody who contacted me first and he gave me the download on, he gave me some information on what we are going to be talking about and what you guys do. Um, I'm so glad that he has you calling in as opposed to him because I get a lot of guys that call in and they give me the story about their, you know, wives, but then they call and their wives don't want to. But uh, he told me a little bit about your guy's background, but he has you coming on the show to really talk about it. And there's like two things that stand out in the email. And I would figure those are the two things we're going to talk about. One is your, I would say maybe you're a hot wife, right? You do. (laughs) And hot wife, I think means like you go and you do sleep with other guys sometimes in front of him. I'm not right. right? And so we're going to talk about that. But there's this whole other thing that, is going down that I've never talked about on my show. It has to do with sperm and it has to do with addiction. (laughs) And it has to do with your sperm addiction, but not like sperm in general, like this one guy's sperm, right? And why you're addicted to it. And it's really fucking fascinating. I have to say, like, I think it'll be like kind of hot for guys to hear, but I think it'll be fascinating for women to hear, right? Because we're going to get into it. I'm not going to give too much away, but let's just start out with like the hot wifing experiences, right? Like how did that start? I mean, you've been with your husband, I know for a really long time, right? How old are you guys and how long you've been together? Um, well, he's 59 and I'm 54 uh-huh. and we've been married for 22 years. Right. So, um, now was it both your first marriage? No. You were both married before? Or... Yes. Okay. And now did you do this kind of stuff with your other husband or were you way more open with the, your husband now? No, I, I never did it, anything before. So. Right. Okay. So when you got with your husband, I mean, when did you start or when did you figure out that you guys were going to open up your relationship and he, you know, you would want to be with other guys? How did that all come about? Um, it was pretty much his idea. All right. He did something he wanted to try or wanted me to do. And, you know, we haven't done a whole lot of things over the years, but we have done some things. So I don't know exactly Well, no, let me ask you this, okay, because there's a lot of guys, I've had a lot of guys on my show, right? I've been doing it for six years. There's some lucky guys out there like your husband that has a wife like you who will entertain his fantasy of watching his wife with another guy. But a lot of guys want that as their fantasy and they just don't know how to approach their wife, right? So I think it's so helpful to have a woman on who you know, decided to do it and said, okay, because I think that a a lot of guys' biggest fear is that their wife would be like fucking horrified, right? That they would even ask. So like, do you remember that? Was it an initial conversation or was it like you guys would be like having sex and you would like fantasize and role play about it? And then eventually he's like, let's do it in real life. I mean, how did it come about without you getting upset about it? Well, I'm, you know, I'm still pretty open-minded anyways. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not, didn't get freaked out about it. Um, you know, we went to some, some clubs at first that just, you know, couples clubs and just kind of watched how other people interact with each other. And and it wasn't for quite a while before we, you know, hooked up with somebody else. Yeah. But how does even the club thing happen? I mean, how long ago did you guys start doing stuff like this? Oh, it's been 20 years ago. Okay, so very early on in your relationship, it was kind of like, let's go to a swingers club? Um, yeah, he had gone to him before. Mm-hmm. So I had never 
even thought about the idea, but right. just, um, you know, a lot of times it's just fun to go to the, the clubs, even if you're not doing anything, you just go and it's just kind of foreplay. Right. Like the voyeur aspect of it, like seeing other yeah. people having sex and everything. I mean, so do you, do you remember that first experience that first time you went to one? Well, most of the clubs that we went to, they didn't actually have sex at the clubs. So mm-hmm. it was just more of dancing and talking and, you know, some stuff. But I was kind of shocked at first that actually these types of things actually went on. I definitely didn't have any idea before that. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, did you, would you guys fool around with each other in there and just kind of watch other people doing whatever they were doing? Or did you eventually meet other people there and that's when you started fooling around with other people? We, we never fooled around at the club with with ourselves and generally without with anybody else until much later. Uh-huh. So, so you would just, just go and watch. We just and... Went and it was fun to dance. It was a good dance club and just, you know, it was an adult place. So. So you knew that you were around like-minded people. So if you did oh, want to yeah. hook up or something, that's the place right. to go, right? Right. So, but you didn't jump right into it, right? And your husband no, was cool and he definitely. wasn't like pushing you into it. No, no. We definitely took our time and, you know, it's been quite a few years and haven't, you know, we don't go overboard with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you said it's 20 years. Yes, 20 years. Right. So, I mean, like I said, I'm trying to get the whole story because people are going to be listening to this and they're going to want to maybe, you know, it's a way for them to figure out how to approach it with their wife, right? So that's why I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. (laughs) So I hope you don't mind answering. So, you know, you, you went to those clubs for a while, right? When did you first hook up with somebody else and what was that situation like and where did you meet the person? Uh, we met the person at the club mm-hmm. and then, you know, we met up later, you know, at our house and I don't remember the whole particulars. It was a long time ago, so I don't, I can't say I remember the exact first time. But I mean, it was, when did you guys figure out, like, I mean, was it ever like you're going to hook up with women or men? Like, I don't even think we discussed that. I know who you hook up with, but like. You know, did you guys talk about, like, was your husband's fantasy always to see you with other guys? Did you want to... Well, of course, he he wishes I was bisexual, but I'm not, so... Mm -hmm. Um, I've tried a few things with women, but it's not... I'm just... Just don't go that way, really. Right. And so when did you try stuff with women? Um, Some at the club, mostly. Mostly just at the club, where touch and kiss and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like your thing right so he was he was interested in seeing you with guys and so was it one time you finally saw a guy from across the room that you were interested in Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number 
the website and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, uh, yes, that's somebody that clicked with me and that I felt comfortable with. And so. Mm-hmm. Now, had you guys had a lot of conversation? Of course, there was usually a lot of alcohol involved. Oh, first, right. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I hear you. But was there, like, w- did you and your husband have a lot of conversations beforehand about any kind of rules or regulations oh, when yeah. this was yes, going to go definitely. down? Mm-hmm. Definitely had a lot of conversations and, um, I wouldn't say rules, but just kind of be on the same page about, you know, what was going to happen. And Well, listen, I've heard some people say, listen, there's no kissing, but you could do everything else. Or if I say right. stop, that's it. You know, I mean, right. I mean, did you were you nervous? And I've heard this from women before, too. And I, I, I totally understand it. Like, was there a part of you that was nervous that even though he acted like he was into it, that if you actually did it? he would be freaked out or feel differently about you? Oh, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I definitely had that that thought. But, you know, he likes it a lot, so... Um, there was no change after. No, no. Right, but I mean, from the woman's point of view, I totally understand that, right? I mean, there's probably women listening too, and I think that... I'm a woman, right? And I feel like the biggest fear would be, you know, because we have that whore thing hanging over our head all the time, right? This is like, you know, men can fuck whoever they want. But when a woman does, she's labeled a whore. You're, I'm 51, right? So we're from that same generation. Right. So you know what I'm talking about, right? So I think that there's always, and I think it whether you're a woman and you're going to be sleeping with guys in front of your husband, or you're just a woman that's going to be open about what she's into, and maybe it's not normal, not normal or not the norm or she's into kinky things there's always that fear if you put that out there that people are going to judge you right and think that you're a whore quote unquote right so I totally understand you worrying about it but so the first time you do it he's totally down with it right what happened that night do you remember like specifics no I don't I don't remember specifics but did you do everything with him? Did you fuck him? Did you just blow him? Did he go down uh, on you? Was your husband there? Was he jerking off? Like he was, was, he was, was there. Him? Did all did everything with him? Mm-hmm. So you had sex with him. Yeah. Now in that time, or you know, when you first started out, was there always condoms being used? Yes, always condoms. Right. Okay. And did you kiss the guys? Was that a yes. thing that you could yeah, do? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's part of the part of it for me you know Mm -hmm. to have a connection with somebody I want to kiss right okay and so you had sex with a guy was it totally hot knowing that your husband was he in the room watching yes he he was he's always been in the room right pretty much always Mm -hmm. and was it a turn-on for you too yeah well I mean I like I do like sex so it was well listen this is like your your I would say you know, I wonder, like, it, it could be the hottest experience the first time and you realize, wow, you're actually really into it too. Or, you know, maybe it's a little awkward and you're doing it more for your husband than it grows on you. Like, what was the experience like for you? Was it super hot for you that first time? No, I wouldn't say super hot. It took, it, you know, it, um, took a while to get used to where I would actually enjoy it. Really? More so in the beginning, you felt like you were doing it just for your husband, really? Yeah, I would say that's probably pretty pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. So. 
I mean, my, I mean, like I said, I, I do enjoy sex, so it wasn't like it was a bad thing. It just, I just wouldn't have gone out and just done that on my own. Right, but did you have an orgasm? Do you remember, like, in the beginning, first t- couple times? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so you enjoyed it to yeah. that you came, right? And, you know, and then afterwards, because I've heard this a lot, that, you know, afterwards it gives, it makes your sex with your partner that much better, right? Because of right. what you guys did, what he saw, what you did in front of him, and then you take it back and you're just with him alone, and then your sex with him is, like, amazing. Did you find that to be true as well? Yeah, I mean, it definitely added to our sex life, for sure. Right. So now, did you ever see that guy again, or was that a one-off? The first guy, I I think I saw him a few times. And did that help, like, after that, like, sort of getting to know him? Oh, definitely. The first time, you know, a lot of times is kind of awkward, you know, Uh to meet up with somebody. I I don't really like to just meet up with strangers. Some, I think some some women, and I've listened to a lot of your podcasts, some uh-huh. women like that. Uh, it, it's better for me if I, you know, at least get some kind of rapport or connection with them. Right. So sure. it, it helped that. So you, how many times did you see that guy? And did you, you know, over the, over, was it something that happened over a couple of years? Or did you see him like a couple of times in the same month? Uh, actually, I don't remember the first the first guy. I saw him a few times, but there definitely was quite a few that that we you know see over months or even years. Right, right, right. That would last. So now, yeah. after you did it with that guy and your husband enjoyed it, right? There was no problems. There was no regrets, right? Right. Your husband is bi or not bi? No, no, right? Definitely not. He just likes to watch. He doesn't right. get involved or anything. And after, you know, so I, I know because the whole sperm thing that comes in later that you don't use condoms with at least one of your guy. Did you, is that something that changed over time as you got older? Maybe and there wasn't the chance of you getting pregnant. I mean, like when did that change for you? Because I know you said you use condoms for sure with him. Um. Well, I guess, you know, the less likelihood of being pregnant for one thing and just happened to be the, the person that I just decided I, I didn't. I didn't want to, you know, with this, the most recent guy. Yes. Right. I don't want to jump to him yet. I want to get more information, you know, of how you guys got to this place. I think with women, it's harder to get details. So I'm just going to kind of push you into giving me more details than you're giving me. Do you know what I mean? Um, Because it's interesting to hear. And, uh, and so I'm just going to try to get some more out of you before we get to that situation. Um, so you meet that guy afterwards. I mean, how many times over the years you've been doing this for 20 years? Can you count on one hand how many guys you've been with in front of your husband? Or is it too many to count? Do you know? Oh, well, it's not too many to count. But, you know. So how many is it? I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> but not a whole ton. I mean, over 20 years, you know, we would go years, sometimes years. Without, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, um. I, I wouldn't count him. He he probably did, and I've told him I don't want to know. So, mm-hmm. so where would you meet these guys? Uh, like after that, like was it always the club? I mean, what was your experience? So you met that guy, right? How else would you meet guys? Was it always through the club? Was it when you were on vacation? You work in the bar, like you're in a bar. I mean, how would it happen? How did it happen? Um, usually other times, online or a cl- or the club. 
so not generally just out somewhere i mean uh my husband would really like me to do that actually we have met a few people just being out but that's just not very just i'm not very out outgoing like that so i people don't just generally walk up and you know ask to have sex with you so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but if you walk up to a guy and ask to have sex with him, he's going to be like, oh, where, where's the r- door? You know what I mean? And, like, and I wouldn't do that. So. Of course not. Yeah, right. That's why I'm asking you all these specifics because normally it happens in a very different, you know, it doesn't just happen that way, you know? So I think what's super interesting is to hear, you know, how does that connection get made? What were the conversations like, you know, beforehand, you know? And then what went down? So, you know, when you went online, where did you guys go online? Would you reply to people's ads? Did you guys put up an ad? I mean, were you on Craigslist? How did you do the online thing? Well, um, most of the time, my husband would do it. You know, different sites, I guess. Or, you know, a long time ago when Craigslist, when there was Craigslist, you know, we had met a few guys on Craigslist. But would he put an ad or would he, would he, uh, he usually always put the ad up. Uh huh. Yeah. I have an ad now on one of the sites that I did myself. Right. And what is the ad? What, like, what's, what does that ad say? What are you looking for? Um, just, uh, male friend with benefits, basically. I don't know exactly what it says, just that, you know. Oh, you didn't put it together? You didn't write it? Oh, I put it together. I just don't remember what all I put on there. But do you, are, do you say that you're married? Are you looking for oh, someone yeah. that's no, married? I definitely married. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, it's too hard to explain if, if I say I'm not married and then if we do meet and then I don't want to have to say, oh, well, do you care if my husband's here? Yeah, no, I would assume that that's part of the whole fantasy, right? Like, don't you put that in the, in your ad? Yes, yes. My husband likes to watch. Mm -hmm. So it's your husband likes to watch. Do you care if the guy is married or not? Does it matter to you? No, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I don't care, but... Now, when it, when you're doing the online thing, because you said you prefer to like have a rapport with somebody, like how does that work with the Craigslist guys? How did you get a rapport with them, or would they just well, come over? In, in some of those cases, there really wasn't a rapport. So, so it for me wasn't as good of an experience. Mm-hmm. But you would still have sex with them if they came out, if your husband set it up. Well, yeah, if if I decided. I mean, sometimes, you know, I don't always want to. It just depends. So mm-hmm. So there were times where your, guy, your husband brought over a guy and it just didn't, it didn't end up in you guys having sex and your husband watching? Right. And what would be the reason for those guys? Were they just like not well, attractive? Well, just because you invite someone over, you know, you kind of say, well, this is just a meet and greet right. thing. And then you just don't, you know hook up, don't contact them or follow through any further. Mm-hmm. So after that first guy, what was the uh, the next scenario that went down? Or what is one, like ext- explain a, a, a time that stands out in your mind that you could give more details on? Like, do you remember like the hottest guy, the, the guy with the biggest dick, the craziest experience? Like something has to stand out in your memory that you have more details for. You've been doing it well, for a long time. I get it, but so I guess about twelve years ago, mm-hmm. I met um, 
a guy who was younger. He was like 12 years younger, and mm-hmm. he definitely uh, was very uh, surprising with his talents, I guess you could say. And that last, you know, we kept in touch for probably 10 years. I mean, it's a span over 10 years that he would come over, not too often, because he then he got married and wasn't available. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, so it stopped, or to what you couldn't do it as much after he's right. married, right? So, it, so that when you're saying sticks in my mind, that definitely does because it, you know, you know, lasted for a long time. So, wait, when you say he had like mad game, like what was so what what it was, what did he know how to do? Uh, he could just go for as long as he wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you like a guy to fuck you for a really long time? Yes. Yes. Well, I didn't know until as much until that experience, but it definitely had a, had a good effect on me, you could say. Mm-hmm. And so what's your type when you're looking? Like, I mean, you know, I'm assuming you would get pictures of these people online oh, before they come over? Yes. Yes. So what are you looking for in a guy that you're going to have sex with in front of your husband? Well, I don't really, I'm not really attracted to bad boys. So it's usually, you know, more of a clean cut guy. So um, obviously it's good if they, you know, are bigger than average. Mm-hmm. So, so. Do you care about ethnicity? No, no, I don't really care about that um so have you had all different kinds shapes yes. sizes colors like you know yes mm-hmm. do you prefer anything over the other um well there for a while i really preferred a hispanic man mm-hmm. because my friend that had been coming over for 10 years was hispanic so just stuck in my mind so you had a girlfriend that would come over and always had was like with hispanic guys is that what you're saying no no that that friend of mine that that was that that i met a long time ago that came over for 10 a span of 10 years he was oh. Hispanic. oh he was oh the younger yes. guy yes so and because he was good you always sort of put that together and you liked a lot of so that was maybe some like a preference of yours right i guess it was just a subconscious preference Right. Mm-hmm. And your husband, does he have a preference? No. He, I mean, obviously, he likes it if it's working for me. So if if a guy is working for me, it's a lot more fun for me. And then he definitely likes that better. Right. So you had that guy for 10 years. You had other guys. I mean, and now when they come over, do you have sex with them? Do you blow them? Do you swallow? Do they? Do you have anal sex with them? I don't have anal sex, and usually I I don't. I might, you know, suck on their dick for a while. I, I do like that, but I'd rather just, you know, fuck. So I don't really want to uh, spend too much time doing other things. Mm-hmm. And when you're done, right? Like, because I always explain, like, when you're having 
And when you're horny, it's like being drunk, right? And then like after you come, and I think this happens for women a little bit too. I know it definitely happens for guys, but like, you know, the minute you've, you're, you come and you're done, you're like, you go from being like totally high to being sober and you're like, what the fuck? So are you like, after you're done, right? With these guys, are you like, get mm -hmm. them the fuck out? I want to be with my husband and have sex with him. Or do you typically like hang around and, and spend hours with them and have sex more than once? I mean, how does this, the typical meetup happen or last? Well, for me, you know, once I kind of get to a certain point, I stay mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just go away. But for guys, it's the other way. You know, once they, they came, they usually are, you know, thinking about football. So, mm -hmm. so usually they don't hang around. Right. They're, that, they're that's done. That's kind of their, their thing. Mm-hmm. And then, right, and then you're with your, and then do you typically have sex with your husband right after? Yeah, generally. Mm -hmm. Have you ever met guys without your husband and then go back and tell him? Do you guys do that as well? Um, No. I mean, we've talked about it, but have, I haven't done that. He wants you to, or like what's the conversations about? Um, he says he does. Once he tells me, though, I mean, he hasn't, you know, he'll have to explicitly say, yeah, go do this. So. Right. So he's talked about it, but he hasn't sort of directed you to do it. So you're not going to go do it. And now right. have these guys ever like, I mean, do you ever, besides just having sex with them, do you have, because you say that you do like to have some sort of connection. Is there any kind of texting or conversations that happen between you and that guy for a long period of time? Yeah. I mean, the guys that I've, you know, that I meet up with and have over you know, long periods of time. Yeah. They text me or they don't, you, we don't usually talk on the phone, but right. text me or, you know, and then when we get together, well, you know, we don't just go straight to the bedroom or we might go out mm -hmm. or to a club or something. Right. So you develop like a friendship with them. Right. I'm just it's wondering if there's ever me. some sort of crossing of the line emotionally. Like, do you, have you ever gotten emotionally attached to any of these guys? Um, not before. But what about with the the most recent one that we're going to really get into? Well, um, I should say it's a little bit more uh, confusing that way because of some of the effects. Right. So there's a guy. Let's just get to that guy because I'm not getting a lot of uh, details about all this other stuff. So there's a guy. What are we going to Sorry. It's okay. I, it's very typical with female, with women that they don't they don't get into the details on stuff. Even though the, my listeners are dying for it, and your husband's going to be like, "You should have said this and that." I bet you anything. But um, what the guy that you're with now? What should we call him? Jay. Jeff. Okay, so Jay. Now yes. you're yes. addicted to his sperm, right? You're a 53 year old woman. And I bring up your age again, because this has to do with hormones, right? You found that. And I'm just going to give the, like the broad sort of story. And then you're going to get into specifics. You found that you, like there was changes going on with you when he started coming inside of you. You had a certain illness that was very chronic that really bothered you and uh, you found that when you started to have sex with him and he was coming inside you, you weren't using condoms with him. I need to know why you weren't and how that happened. But you were getting this effect of like you were being cured of that illness, right? And you felt like your periods came back and you stayed horny for days, so much so that you don't even take showers afterwards or bathe because you want those effects that you feel physically 
from his sperm, right? Right. Um, and right. only his sperm, right? Right. Yes. And now, so let's get into that guy. Like, where did you meet him and how did the relationship start with Jay? I met him. At, met him. He's Jeff. We're oh, Jeff. Jeff. Okay. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. I met him at, at a club. Mm-hmm. A uh, swingers club. Yeah. So that was the only time I ever did anything at a club. So, what did you do at the club? I uh, did every, well, pretty much everything. I had sex with him in the club. Oh, really? Well, how yeah. come that happened? Because you were just so horny for him? Uh, it just was an immediate connection, I guess. Right. So you just had that chemistry. Right. Just, yeah, that chemistry. And and how old is he? He's late 50s. And now he's married, right? Yes. Was his wife with him at the club or no. was he solo? He, he he had come with some other friends, but they mm-hmm. had left. So mm-hmm. so he's there by himself. You, the first time you ever really hook up with someone at a club is him because you just got an instant connection. So do you do it in a room or are there a lot of people watching? Was it just your husband watching? Um, no, there, it was a big room with beds and there was quite a few other people there. So mm-hmm. I, I don't remember too much about who was watching. <laughs> So. Right. But was it was it a turn on for you, A, to be with this guy that you had this chemistry with? But also, did you like, because this is the first, I mean, you would have sex in front of your husband, right, with someone else. But this was the first time that you were having sex out in public. Did the, there Was there a little bit of an exhibitionist in you that you f- figured out when you did that? Or did you like that people were watching you? Um, Not specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was okay with it. But, but it wasn't like a turn on. It wasn't. It's not something that drives me for sure. Right, right. I get it. Because, I mean, listen, if it did, you all these years of you going to the club, you would have always been fooling around with people, right? Yeah. And you never had. So you had sex with him. You were so into it that you didn't even notice who the fuck was watching you. <laughs> right. It was that now good. I didn't notice. So. Yeah, it was that good. Now, did he use a condom that time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, would you exchange numbers or something that you... Yeah, yes, we exchanged numbers, mm-hmm. and um, came over like, you know, eight times in the next couple of weeks, so he, you know, definitely had a good time, just like I did, so... Right, so eight times, like what, so what happens, like he comes over the next day, and like... Well, it wasn't the next day, but like the next week, or... Yeah, the next eh, four or five days later, probably. Okay. And you, it's just the same old thing. Like, I mean, you're having sex with him. Your husband's watching. Right. And at one point, you know, I just said, well, you don't you don't have to wear the rubber. So how I guess come? guy's not going to because if they don't have to. Uh, right. But what did you wear condoms with all these other guys? Uh, most, almost always. Most always. So sometimes you did exception. it. One other exception. Who, the young yes. guy? Yes, the younger guy. After a long time. Right, you stopped using condoms with him. Yeah. And when he jizzed inside of you, did you feel anything then with him? No, no. And also my husband's had a vasectomy, so he doesn't have sperm. Oh, when you have a vasectomy, you have no sperm? Something no. comes out, but it has no sperm in it, right? right. There's still so a that, liquid. That's, you know. That could be part of the equation. What do you mean? That you're not getting it from him? Right. That I hadn't got sperm for a long time. And so then when I was getting sperm on a regular basis, then it was uh, having an effect on me. 
I don't know. I'm going to Google that if that is actually true. Did you ever look into it? <laughs> we looked into, yeah. And is that yes. a thing? A sperm is definitely a thing. Definitely does things to women. And, um, you know, and it's also a antidepressant. Yeah, I, I remember reading that. And the, so, that's why I, th- I think it's fascinating. And it, you know, it made me like really, really horny. So I don't know why, but it just did. Right, his sperm. But so maybe yes. because you did say, well, you, the way your husband put it was that it was like only this guy's sperm. But you haven't right. had a lot of guys sperm in you, just that young guy. Well, when times. I was younger, I did before I got married, you know. Right. I had, and I never had this same effect. Right, right. So now you, so explain about the condition that you had, or I don't know if you call it a disease or the illness that you had that was chronic, right? Explain that whole thing. I have a condition called chronic fatigue syndrome where my body thinks I'm sick, uh-huh. but I'm not. So it goes in cycles where it tries to fight off a virus that I don't have. So, so it's like feeling like you have the flu every once in a while. Right. Okay. Or it could be often. Mm-hmm. And so did, so could you explain what happened with that with this guy? So after I was having his sperm on a regular basis, uh, I I would normally have episodes of where I would feel bad and they would be farther and farther apart down to, you know, hardly at all, really. So, and then at one time when he couldn't come over, then I could definitely, I could definitely notice the difference. And so when did you start to put two and two together that this was because of him like, like, you know, getting off and coming inside of you? Uh, after about, well, after about a month, I noticed something mm-hmm. was different. And then just in the next two months or within the first two months, I knew that, you know, it was definitely having a, a positive effect on me. Right. Did your husband notice? So, yeah, he noticed. Mm-hmm. Was he so, really into the fact that this guy was coming inside of you? Yes. He like he likes that and he like he wanted that before for me to try that so so he had always wanted like a guy to come inside you before right so i guess he was happy with the young guy when he did it yeah Mm -hmm. but so the fact that he always wanted it was it you that said no to it in the past well both of us i mean we have to has to be somebody we feel comfortable with Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this guy, it wasn't like you, I mean, you, you sort of switched it over. I mean, you felt comfortable with him quickly, I'm assuming right. because yes. of the chemistry. Yes. Yes. Chemistry. And I guess, and a certain amount of trust based on the kind of person, you know, that he is that I just felt comfortable with it. Uh-huh. And what's his deal? Do you know his deal with his marriage? I mean, his wife knows nothing about what he's doing, and this is just a side life that he has? Right. Yes, he just, um, she has some medical problems, so he just takes care of some stuff other places, mostly just with me, I think. Right. I mean, would it would it bother you? Do you like did, with this guy, right? Because his sperm has such a fucking effect on you, right? Like, I wonder, is it difficult to keep your emotions out of it with him? Uh, yes, it is. Right. Because my body's just 
really um, wanting you to like have babies with him, right? In a weird way, if it's like nature, right? right? It's yeah, it's definitely a very biological chemical um, reaction, which you know affects your brain too. So yeah, and I think listen, I think they say like in nature, the woman, the reason why women get attracted to men is because like that's what nature wants to happen, right? Like right. women have that thing where when they have an orgasm, it makes them feel closer to somebody, right. whereas a man doesn't. You know, these are and these things are all in place because we're animals, right? And these right. are things that we have to do as animals. I love. That whole aspect of things, I think it's super interesting, right? Because we don't really have control over some of these things. But yeah. it does make sense, right? When you right. when you hear about that stuff, I, I love it. And that's what was one of the most interesting aspects to the story, right? Is that part of it, right? Because here you have this guy coming inside of you. You even said that it you felt like, or I mean, you were 53 or you're in your 50s while this is happening, but that your period started to come back, right? Right. So I think I was more headed to menopause, but then once I started getting the sperm, I think my body was like, well, wait a minute here. Let's, you know, let's wait. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably why it was, you know, so horny all the time. Yeah. All of a sudden you had like all these raging hormones, right? Whereas before you were probably on that, like losing them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You must've been so excited. (laughs) So it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Right. No, it's, it's been pretty good. It's, you know, it's, um, it's been a lot of fun. And now, and do you find, cause I know your husband's like, oh, she doesn't take a bath for three days. Do you mean a bath, like laying in a bath or does he just mean bath shower? Like, was he just using bath as like a, a bathing term, you know, in general, is it that you want to keep even like his fur like mode? Bath, bath where I'm sitting in the water. So. Right. So, cause you don't, so you'll take a shower, right? But you want right. to keep his calm inside of you is what you're yes. saying? Yes, I do. And how long do you feel the effects of it? Um, about three or four days for sure. Really? And then, and then it kind of starts to wear off. Right. And then your husband, if, since he's really into that, he must love fucking you thinking that there's cum inside of you from this guy, right? He definitely does. Does he go down? Does he like to go down on you too? No. He's not into that. No. I mean, well, you say no. I mean, listen, some guys are. This is like they right. like to be the cleanup guy. You know what I mean? Right. So your guy's not into that, but he likes to know if he's going inside of you that there is common there from this guy. Right. And does your husband give a shit about you? Like, I mean, I'm assuming, and I don't know why I am assuming anything because I don't know you guys, but like, does your husband know about your conflicting feelings about him and the strong chemistry that you have with him and if so does it bother him at all or is he okay with well, it? well he, he definitely knows and um i wouldn't say it doesn't bother him mm-hmm. but um i think that the amount of pleasure is taken over to where he deals with that i think but, you know, also, you know, he's not worried that I'm going to run off with him, so. Right. And now this guy, I mean, you guys have like a whole schedule set with him, right? Like, how did that right. start up and what is that schedule? Can you explain it? Well, it's just basically once a week at the same time, every week. So we just. Where does he tell his wife he's going? What is that time? Oh, he just. What is the has time? A, you know, the certain chores that he's supposed to be go- doing. I know, but what is the exact time? time? 
Huh? What is the time? Well, I don't want to give it all away in case someone's listening. <laughs> just, uh, what do you mean? Oh, it's I just see. like one afternoon a week. One afternoon a week. Yes. Oh, it's okay. And it's in the afternoon. Yes. Okay. So he has a job that he could leave or. Right. Okay. And there's, it's the same time in your home. Yes. Yeah. Your husband's home. Yeah. He, he's always here. Okay. Uh, there's been a few times where he wasn't here. Oh, really? The whole time. So now what goes down in those scenarios? Like you're just with that guy, your husband's not around. Do you take pictures? Do you video? Or you just like tell your guy what happened? I just tell him. I mean, you know, he, he's usually here at least for part of it, but he may not be in the room for the whole whole time. Uh-huh. But he, you're both home during the afternoon. Do you both work from home? I do. He doesn't. Right. So your husband comes home that one afternoon most of the time if he can to see it? Yes. Yes. Right. And that, how long ago have you been hanging out with this guy? A year and a half. And every week? Every week, almost non, you know, except for, you know, things like pandemics. Oh, right. Yeah. And vacations sometimes. So how, when COVID hit, like I'm assuming it stopped, when did it start up again? That was about six weeks. After Uh, six weeks? Quite a while, you know. So, no, but I mean, it's right because we're, I'm talking like every female episodes go up right away, right? I'm talking to you on like a Wednesday or Thursday. It's going to air this week, right? So, we're in uh, end of October. You met him a year and a half ago, right? COVID right. hit in March. Um, how long after COVID hit? Like, did you start fooling around with him again in April or May or like when did you guys pick uh, back up? I think that we stopped during April and part of May and then started back up again and did you wear masks was he protect like was there any of that stuff going like was there any kind of fear that he would bring something back to his wife no no we no didn't uh well it'd be kind of hard pointless to wear a mask well you can't no i know but i'm just wondering like what did he worry did you guys worry i mean you guys don't have anything to worry about because you know you're a husband and wife i mean yeah i would say that that was probably something that was worrisome, but but it's know. not like herpes. You know, I talked to somebody the other day who, um, his wife. I mean, he's cheating on his wife with escorts, and he's been seeing them through COVID. And it's kind of not like herpes. Whereas if you get it, I mean, your partner knows you cheated on them, right? Because the only way to get herpes is through sex. Now, COVID, you could get anywhere, right? Just standing next to somebody. He so it's not like if he had it. His wife would be like, you're cheating on me, right? I mean, it's not going to it's not going to give right. it away what he's doing, you know, right? Because he still goes to work and, you know, there's still. Yeah, he could just say he got a sore. So you guys have been fine. You haven't been sick, but you've been seeing him through COVID. Now, when did you decide to throw the condoms out the window, though? Like what what was that conversation like? Was it from the get go? Like, uh, like the second or third time. So he I said, said, I don't want don't, to. You don't have to wear it. And he said, okay. So. Oh, you said you don't have to wear it. It was right. you. Right. Did I, maybe I asked you that before already. Um, so you see him. What, and how long does he stay for? Like, what's his, uh, what's his window of opportunity like during the day? That Usually about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And do you jones for him all week? Or you like after the three days goes by, is there like another buildup? Do you jones for him? Like, you know, because you have like a whole week to wait. And you're kind of like into him. 
do, are you can you not wait for that day to come and happen? Like, I mean, do you get excited to see him? You know? Oh yes, definitely. Right. Um, I mean, after he's gone, you know, definitely feels more satisfied that I got my my sperm. Uh huh. That even seems weird to say, but it's true. I know because so, your your husband though explained that you like talked to your therapist or somebody about it, and they said, "Oh, like it's an oxycodone thing." Like, or what yeah. is, am I saying the right word? And uh, I'm thinking oxycodone, which is that great, yeah. you know, painkiller. But that's it's not like what it drug. is. Oxycodone. It, it, it's like a drug to me, right? It's for like, sure, right? But she, somebody told you about other things to do that right. could increase that, right? What is the word? The oxy word? The oxytocin. Oxytocin. Oh my god, I'm so fucking dumb. I said it wrong ten times. All right, so oxytocin. So somebody told you about other things, right? That could increase that because you realize that that's what's making you feel so great, right? And now you're right. like kissing him and doing other things, right? right as well to increase well, I that. I or... kissed him a lot, anyways, because we just really, you know, we have the perfect match of chemistry. I think. Uh huh. So it just, you know, the more kissing and foreplay, that that kind of increases it for sure. Right. And so that's like, it's a really great, that's what makes it so great with you for you. Right. So it's, you like were always... te- it's like being a teenager when you're in your fifties. Right. It's like having a new guy. I mean, that's what you and your husband allow for, because you guys open up the relationship. I mean, you're able to, you know, you've been with the same guy for 20 something years, you know, but you get to have these new relationships, right? That give you that feeling of being younger and all that stuff. So, I mean, I think, you know, that's really great. I don't think a lot of women would, you know, do it, right? But, I mean, maybe they would cheat. Well, they, I don't know. They, You're very they lucky. Wouldn't, but if they did, they'd be going, man, I should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> right. You're here to say, right? Do any of your girlfriends know? No. Does any of his guy friends? I mean, or is this something very, uh, you know, it's discreet between Mm -hmm. us. And now at these swingers clubs that you go to, are they near your house? Have you ever bumped into anybody that you know? Um, They're not too close to our house. They're in the next city over. Um, Sometimes over the years we have, which, you know, it's not too awkward if you bump into somebody. Because they're there too, right? Yeah. Right. We Mm -hmm. might, you know, have a coworker that you find out goes there too. And that is a little awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're both, if you're both there, it's not too awkward. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, does he live close to you or far? Is there any way that you'd ever see him with his wife out and about? Um, Dick lives in the next town, but yeah, it's possible. He lives in the next town? Yeah. Right. But it's not far. mm Mm-hmm. And so now you're still seeing him. What else about him? What else can you tell us about him and the whole sperm thing for you? Um, just that I just really like it. It's really had a, an effect on me. I'm pretty sure it makes me really hyper horny. Yeah. It so. increased your menstrual cycle, right? Didn't right. you get pregnant by him? I don't know for sure about that. So, Oh, because your husband told <laughs> me that. Nothing that, you know, ever would have lasted more than a day, maybe. Yeah, yeah, chemical pregnancy. But why did your husband think you were pregnant? Well, I did take a pregnancy test and it did, I think it had a very faint line, but you know, I'm pretty old now, so I don't think I would stay 
Didn't yeah, that's a thing. Right. Yeah. I tried to, I, well, I had a baby when I was way older, you know, so I did a lot of IVFs and IUIs. And even when I was in my early forties, it was way hard to have. So when you're in your fifties yeah. you, and you're forgetting your period, listen, you still have fucking eggs, right? And they're coming down. So the problem with the eggs though, or that they're 50 years old, right? right. So if they're not they, good, right. They could, they could, right. They could meet a sperm and it, it could, you know, you could get pregnant quote unquote, or they could fertilize, but the likelihood of that yeah. actually creating a healthy baby that lasts, you know, doesn't, so right. you probably had a chemical pregnancy, you know, which is the ones that just go away really quickly. I mean, right. I think people, Women have those um, all the time. Even young women have chemical pregnancies, you know, and a lot of times if you don't take a test, you just would never even know, you know, because it happens like in the first week or two, right? But so you yeah. just like missed a period or something? Like why did you take the pregnancy test? Oh, well, no, I I don't think I missed it. Maybe, maybe a little bit late. Right. And so, but why did you take the pregnancy test? Uh, I guess because I was late and wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And so there was like a fate line. So yeah. Does your husband get off on all of this stuff? Oh, uh, yes, he does. He does? Yes. He li- And now, does he ever have any other fantasies that like, I mean, he, he likes that you not use a condom, right? He would like more of you with guys separately. Does he want you to have more variety or is he down with just like, is this the only guy that you see right now? Yes, it's pretty much the only guy. See, he definitely, I think, would want me to be more outgoing and meet more guys, uh-huh. like some of your other callers. Right. Yeah, I know. Callers. He brought up Molly and some people, right, that are really like it, right? Yeah. But maybe you're just not wired that way, you know? I'm not wired that way. I mean, I do like sex. But yeah. I'm, you know, I, and I don't, having a stri- sex with a stranger really is not something that interests me. Yeah, I totally agree. As a woman, I prefer, even when I wasn't in relationships and if I just wanted to get laid, like I preferred to, I would always have like long-term booty calls, you know, somebody that I could, I knew I could be with, I knew that was good in bed, whatever, you know, and I would just be with that person and I felt comfortable with them and I didn't need a lot of variety, nor did I want it, nor did I find that, you know, just screwing someone that I didn't know at all wasn't interesting to me in the slightest Though right. some women do. It's not do. that mm-hmm. exciting. It's just kind of going through the motions. And, you know, maybe the next time might be if, if there was some kind of connection. Yeah, but right. For the first time, mm-hmm. you know, it's awkward to me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Most, Check, of, the most of the time it's awkward except yeah. for this uh, Yeah, because person. you had chemistry. I mean, right. you had that, right? You probably had that with your husband too. After 22 right. years, you're still going to like enjoy sex with him. But, it, you know, it's hard to get back that feeling I mean you even said it's like being a teenager again right it's that it's that newness that thing that you know goes away in time sometimes you know but it it takes a while right because and plus you don't see him every day you're not in a regular like everyday relationship with him so I think that chemistry like that can last with somebody way longer right if you're just seeing them once a week you don't get used to it and it's just it's still like brand new right yeah, you kind of have like the best of both worlds. Does your husband ever join in or is he always just strictly watching? He usually is just watching. Sometimes he will, but. And when he joins in, what's going down? Like, are you blowing well, I just, him? They just take turns. Right. Mm-hmm. And do you like that? Yeah. Right. I do. And now when he's not 
you know, taking turns? Is he jerking off when he's watching or? Is... No. Well, I mean, a little bit, maybe, maybe, maybe a little, but not full, full on. So he, off. no, uh-uh. so he just gets hard and horny. And then when the guy leaves, he sort of gets off. He gets off, I guess, with you. Right. I don't know. Why is that? I would think that that's what a guy would be doing. Like if he's watching, cause he'd be so horny that he'd have to jerk off. I don't know. Well, no? I think he's saving it. You know, he doesn't want to, you know, get oh, right. too fast. Right, right, right. So he's saving it so that when that guy leaves or when that guy's taking a nap or whatever in between, he, right. he could take care of business. And then, you know, he goes. So he's cool with the fact that you have all this chemistry and everything with this guy that is new. Um. Well, I guess he's cool with it. Yeah. Um, he does, doesn't seem to want me to stop doing it. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, I get the sense that he was very proud of you and what you guys do and, you know, what's going on with you and wanted to share it with all my listeners, right? So it's not like it bothers him. And well, I think not, yeah, it's not great. like he's hiding it since he, he did want me to call, so. <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's really nervous. I was like, tell her not to be nervous. I do think, like, I wish you would have given more details. Like, I'm trying to, like, it's, you know, it's squeezing stuff out of you. But I, I do think it's a different, it's always a little bit different when I talk to women than men as far as like details. And the guys right. always want more, but the women don't, we, I don't think women communicate like the same way guys do. You know what I mean? It's just the way that it goes. You know, is there anything else you want to add that I haven't covered? No, I think, um, I think that's it now. Just, you know, it's mostly just about, about the sperm and the attraction to the guy who's giving me the sperm that's right and the addiction kind of like i mean yeah. you well, know definitely addiction to it because i definitely don't want it to go away so right because you're getting like high from him right, right. and then it after it dissipates after three days i would assume you're like waiting for your next fix yes and i think even the kissing with the saliva probably has an effect also right for sure mm-hmm. the blending of all that stuff right and adding it in. So you're still getting full on periods and that's not changing. Um, sometimes it's not as regular. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, so for yeah, my age, a, you know, I probably should have stopped having them already. Yeah. I think the average age, cause I'm doing a whole thing with perimenopause. There's the average age of full menopause is 51, but there's always going to be people that go, you know, a little before or later. I mean, there's all different times. It could be right. any different time. But it's interesting that you felt like you were really headed in that direction and that you feel like this stop that and put it on pause, right? And yes. I and I wonder, I'm going to Google after we get off the phone and I'm going to post some stuff that I look at that. You know, did you go Googling to find out if all of this stuff is true? Yes, we, we looked on YouTube and we found some scientific type people that have done studies about, you know, men's sperm and what it what effect it has on women. Right. You know, to the point where some, some doctors, you know, say that it, it, they try to synthesize it or something and put it in medication for women for uh, depression. Oh, so wow. It's got properties in it that make people feel better, which makes sense because your body is going to want it. Right. Because, you know, that's what we're for to have babies. So. Yeah, yeah, that's super interesting. So any girl that's listening to that's kind of depressed or any guy that has like a really depressed girlfriend, especially now with COVID, I think there's a lot of people that are depressed. Like, just go 
jizz inside of them and see if it makes them feel <laughs> feel right. better. You know what I mean, right? Or just at least think about the difference. Right. Mm-hmm. You may not notice it. But... Right, but maybe it is, you know, and maybe, you know, I don't know. I think that it's a really interesting fact. I could see it being, I mean, it makes sense that uh, there would be some truth to that. You know, I'm going to do my own Googling. Um, but anyway, Do- Donna, right? Donna? Yes. Donna. Donna. Thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. I'm going to air it this Sunday. So, you know, listen Sunday. for it. Okay. Su- yeah, this Sunday. So hopefully you enjoy it. Thank you for calling in and sharing your story. It was super interesting. All right. Thank you. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.